Welcome to Refresh. This is Pastor Kim Robinson. It's my desire that you listen, that you could experience blessed faith and creative life with this Kicks Ministries and Victory Harvest Church podcast. Hi, this is Pastor Kim with the Refresh podcast. This podcast title is Salvation Never Ends. Think about that. Salvation is always continuing. We have an unending salvation. You know, the word salvation is defined this way. Preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, loss, consequences. You know, salvation is not one time. It's all the time. And first, salvation is received. In Psalm 24, verse 5, it says, He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Well, who's this talking about? In verse 26, it tells us, This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face. See, the Bible tells us, God's word tells us, that if we seek him, we will find him. That if we knock, the door will be opened. And if we ask, we will receive. Because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Well, his truth always continues. His way is never ending. His life is forever. And he promises us salvation at all times. Salvation is always working in your life. Salvation never ends. It's not just a one-time event. It's not just for you at a moment. It's for you all the time. In Luke 3 verses 5 through 6, we find this teaching. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways shall be made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Well, see, God is promising that salvation will be seen, but he also expects salvation to be received. You know, people can see salvation, but they must receive what Jesus has done. They must receive his salvation. But in salvation, he promises us, as he says here in Luke chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, that every valley is filled, so every low place is made high. And every mountain and hill, every hard, high climbing place that is causing you to struggle is brought low. And every crooked place, things that just seem so twisted and confused, will be made straight. And every rough place, anything that just is so challenging, rough and rocky, and just continuing to put pressure and take us just tripping over everything, it says here that those ways shall be made smooth. That is the salvation of God. He is moving in our life. All that Jesus has accomplished, all the blessing of the Lord is ours, and every promise he has, and one of the promises here he has for us is that every low place in our lives will be filled by that salvation. Every high and mountainous place will be brought low, and every crooked place will be made straight, and every rough way will be made smooth. That is his promise of salvation. In Psalm 91, 16, he tells us, "'With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation.'" Long life is a blessing of salvation. Life now and forever. He wants us to live a satisfied, fulfilled life now. That is the salvation of the Lord. In those ways where those low places are made high and those high places are brought low and those crooked places are made straight and those rough ways are made smooth, we will see the salvation of the Lord. He says in Psalm 91, 16, he will show us his salvation. You know, 
in Luke 3, 1 through 6, in the first few verses of this, it says, in the 15th year, it goes on here that says there was a timing right here. It was the reign of Caesar here, the reign of Pontius Pilate. And it was during the reign of the high priesthood of Caiaphas. It says the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah in the wilderness. See, the word of God comes. Part of salvation is the word coming. The word made flesh was Jesus. It's the absolute all way of salvation. But part of that is the word coming to you, you personally. He has a word that he brings forth to you, that word of salvation. The words you hear from the word of God, the word preached, the word he reveals to you from his word. The word of the Lord coming to you brings and opens up salvation for you. You know, opening the word of God, as you read it and as you embrace his word, he reveals his word to you and you find salvation in this word. You find faith being built and you can confess his way his promise, his blessing. And as you embrace that, that salvation makes those crooked places straight, those high places low, those low places high, makes those rough places smooth. His word works. The word of God's opened up to you in specific seasons, just like here where it talked about the word came to John during that high priesthood reign. That was a season. And the Lord gives us his word in seasons and specific times. And you will see those, that salvation of the Lord working. The word is preparing a way. The word of God is there. He has his word there for you at all times. And he has his word there for you in seasons. He also gives his word to us so that we can go out into all the country, just like John did in all the areas of our lives. And to bring, you know, the word of God, preaching it where People can experience the salvation of God. It will bring repentance and forgiveness. And he makes it very clear here, John the Baptist was speaking the word. You know, there are three points of the word of God I want to bring out. That is Psalm 119 verses 11 through 18. Thy word I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes or thy word. With my lips have I declared all the judgments or his word with my mouth. Then verse 14, I've rejoiced in the way of your testimonies, Lord, his word. I've rejoiced in your word as much as in all riches. In verse 15, he says, I will meditate in thy precepts or thy word, and I have respected your ways. In verse 16, he says, I'll delight myself in your statutes or his word, and I will not forget your word. In 17, he says, deal bountifully with your servant that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your word. See, here are the promises of the word. We are blessed because of the word. He teaches us his word. We, with our mouth, declare his word. We rejoice in the word of God, in all of his testimony, as much as in all riches. We meditate in his word. We respect his word. We delight ourselves in his word, and we forget not his word. He deals bountifully with us that we may live, experience that salvation, experience life, and keep his word. And he opens our eyes that we can behold the wondrous things of his word, the wondrous acts of his word. He promises salvation, 
his word working in our lives at all times and every moment of every day. And he promises that salvation comes, that the crooked places are made straight, that the high places are brought low, that the low places are brought high, and that all salvation belongs to us as those rocky, rough places are made smooth. Point two about the word is how the blessing comes from the word. Psalm 50 verse 23 says, Whoso offereth praise glorifies me, and to him that ordereth his conversation aright will I show the salvation of God. Here he's telling us that the blessing comes from the word, but it's ordered by our conversation. That we see the salvation of God by our conversation, by what we say. That's why in Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, If we confess with our mouth, believing in our heart, we shall be saved. We will see that salvation coming forth, working on our behalf, supernaturally by the power of God. It says in Romans 1 that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. As we embrace and as we receive and we order our conversation aright, we will experience the power of God unto salvation. In Psalm 68, verse 19, it says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. That blessing, those benefits are daily loaded in our lives because of salvation. He is the God of our salvation. Again, he's making every high place low, every low place high, every crooked place straight, and every rocky rough place smooth. As we order our conversation, we experience the blessing of the Lord, the salvation of God. In Psalm 71, 15, it says this, my mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day. For I know not the numbers thereof, the numbers of wondrous works of his salvation in our lives. As our mouth shall show forth his righteousness, his ways, his word, If we confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart, we shall be saved. The principle of accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior is the principle of salvation working every minute, every day. And we know not the numbers of the wondrous works of God working on our behalf because his salvation works. His blessing is there. And we are a part of receiving that salvation with our confession, with who we ask into our life and what we continue to ask him to do and what we stand on what he promised by praying and speaking it. There are three people I want to show an example of in the salvation of God. Genesis 15 1 says, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham. See, the word came to Abraham and he's told Abraham specifically, fear not Abraham, I'm your shield. I'm your salvation here. And your exceeding great reward. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him. Said it again in verse 4. The word of God coming to us, being revealed to us as God brings forth his word. He promises that he is our salvation and we will see exceeding great reward. And the blessing of Abraham, it promises us in Galatians that that blessing belongs to us. And it's said of Abraham that he's not just a servant of God. He's a friend of God because of faith. That that faith and that connection to what God had promised, what God had said, the word of the Lord coming to him brought forth salvation, blessing, exceeding great reward. In Numbers chapter 11, verses 23 through 24, 
It's about Moses here. It's, and God speaks to Moses. He says, is the Lord's hand waxed short? Thou shalt see now whether my word shall come to pass unto thee or not. And Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord. See, the Lord is speaking here. My hand isn't waxed short. My salvation isn't cut short in your life. It's not just a one-time event. It's continually working every moment of every day. My salvation is the power of God unto salvation. My salvation is yours. And every word shall come to pass unto thee. And he said to Moses, is my hand short? You will see now that my word is going to come to pass. Every part of his word. Not one part of his word fails. His word's already been tested. From Genesis to Revelation, every promise is ours. And he wants us here, as it says in uh, Numbers chapter 11, verse 24, to tell the people, tell the words of the Lord, speak his word, confess his word, preach his word, share his word. The third person I want to bring to your attention is Joshua. In Joshua chapter 1, 1 through 13, the Lord spoke to Joshua and he said, you, I want you to go, and he gave him direction, and go over here, take the people, go across this Jordan unto a land which I give. He's promising salvation. He's promising blessing. He's promising a land. And he said, every place the sole of your foot shall tread, I've given that to you. Just like I said to Moses, as I was with Moses, I'm with thee. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. As he was with Moses, he's with you. As he was with Joshua, he's with you. He will not fail you. He will not forsake you. Every day is a day of salvation. It's the power of God unto salvation in your life, working on your behalf every spoken word of God. He goes on and he says, be strong and of good courage that you will observe to do according to all the word, which I gave the direction, the word, what I've brought forth. He, we have the power of God working on our behalf that lines up with his word, that lines up with every promise. And he is doing his word, bringing forth his word, manifesting his salvation. His word and salvation are one. Because it says in John 1 that Jesus was the word of God. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The word and Jesus are one. And he is our salvation. He has brought forth the blessing of the Lord in our life. He has brought forth that blessing in every way. And he says in verse 6 here in Joshua chapter 1, Turn not from the word of God to the right or to the left, because what you have, and as you embrace it, and as you stay focused on my word, you will prosper wherever you go. The blessing of the Lord and salvation of God is there because of his word. And those are three examples that we can look at. You know, he tells us in verse 8, This book of the law, or his word, shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate therein day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that's written therein. See, he wants you to embrace his word. Is he talking about law here and just absolute never messing up? No, he's talking about faith, observing, meditating, speaking, embracing, hearing, putting the word of God in your eyes, your, your ears, your mouth, putting the word of God in your heart and observing, meaning embrace it, honor, have faith in his word according to all that's written therein. 
Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. The blessing and salvation of the Lord working in our lives on our behalf, bringing everything to pass, making every low place high, every high place low, making every crooked place straight, and every rough place smooth. See, the word of God promises us that he directs our paths, that his word is a lamp into our path, and that our steps are ordered by the Lord because he is the God of our salvation. And he goes on and he said that he will be with you wherever you go. You know, he gave direction and he confirmed his word and he brought forth that word and he preaches his word to the people. In closing here in Joshua chapter one, it says, the Lord, your God has given you rest and has given you this land. See the land of promise, the land of salvation, the land of blessing. Everything is yours and we can rest in that. In Hebrews, it talks about the rest of faith, that we can enter into that rest, knowing that he is the God of our salvation. Well, you know, as we continue on in Luke chapter three, where we started in verse three, it says here, when we're talking about, you know, preparing the way of the Lord, making straight paths for him, and he's making all of these crooked places straight. He's making all these high places, you know, low, and he's making all these low places high, and he's making all this rough place smooth. It says here that John went into all the country preaching this message, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin, preaching salvation. See, he was speaking. He was preaching. He was declaring. He was calling. This was salvation. This is a part of salvation. He was preparing a way. In verse 4, it says, As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. He is making it there for you. He is not only making those things come to order. He has prepared the way. He has brought forth his word from Genesis to Revelation. And where you hear the word being preached, whether it's a podcast, whether it's you speaking it in your home, whether it's you turning uh, something on your television, that is the word of God. You hear the word being preached. You hear what God is saying through a John the Baptist, preparing the way, making a way in the wilderness. He is there and that way is prepared for him to move, for him to speak to you, for him to minister to your heart, for you to embrace his word and faith to rise in you, that you can experience the fullness of salvation. It goes on here and he talks about as he prepares the way of the Lord, he makes straight paths for him, that that is where it goes to say that every valley shall be filled in and every mountain hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight, the rough ways smooth, and all the people will see God's salvation. What's he saying here? He's saying as the, as the way is prepared, as that voice is speaking. Well, what's the word prepare mean here in Greek? Well, it means your voice, your voice of the word, your voice calling, the word calling. It literally means you speaking and preparing with your voice. It also means to make and provide, to make ready. It means to make necessary preparations. So as we speak God's word, as we pray, we are making ready those preparations. We are providing a way. We are making and preparing a way. What way? The voice of his word, the way of his salvation. 
We are speaking. When someone accepts Jesus and they confess with their mouth, they have provided and opened up and made a way for God to enter into their life, to bring that power of God into salvation and work in their heart to give them a new heart, to change them. His salvation works in every area of our life. It goes on here, the word prepare in Greek, that it means to level the roads and make them passable. So here, it's saying here that the roads are being made level. This is exactly what the word is saying here in Luke chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. He says, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths, level those ways. It says in Mark chapter 11, that if you just speak to the mountain, believing in your heart, it shall be cast into the sea. That's what this is talking about. Preparing, making way, putting your voice there to make straight paths, to make it provided for that power of God unto salvation, to level the roads and make them passable. That is the definition in this Greek word prepare. Lastly, it also means to prepare the minds of men to give the Messiah a fit reception and secure his blessings. So as we embrace and prepare, when when the word is being spoken, when we hear it, when we speak it, when we read it and we put it in our hearts, then we are renewing our mind and we are making ready a fit reception to secure his blessings in our life. This is the word prepare. Well, as we look on, it says prepare the way. Well, what's the way? Well, in Greek, it means a course of conduct, a way of thinking and feeling and deciding. So this is preparing a course of conduct in ourselves, as well as the course of conduct for God, opening up his way, providing a way for him to move. That's why he says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you will receive that power of God unto salvation. Well, it says here it's going to make straight paths. Well, what's that word straight mean? Again, it means to level out, to bring truth, to make straight way and immediately and set forth. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill will be made low. The crooked roads shall become straight, the rough way way smooth, and all the people will see God's salvation. Salvation is continuing forever. Salvation never ends. The voice of the Lord has spoken. He has brought a voice in the wilderness with John the Baptist, preparing the way of the Lord, making straight paths that people can experience the change of God in their life, where they can experience, again, those valleys filled in, those mountains and hills brought low, those crooked roads becoming straight and those rough ways smooth. And we can be a voice to others. We can prepare the way of the Lord in our lives, in our families, with our children, with other people that our lives come into contact, and all the people will see God's salvation. And as they see God's salvation through you, you can be a vessel of light. And as the light of God works through you, the light of his word shines through, that blessing on your life will be a witness to other people, then they can receive God's salvation. How? By confessing with their mouth. Romans 10, 9, and 10, accepting Jesus and what he has done. And that power of God into salvation begins to work in their life. 
You know, in Exodus 15, 2, it says, The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He's my God, and I will prepare him a habitation. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. See, there is that prepare, that speaking, that voice, that voice in the wilderness, that, that voice that says what God says, that declares what God declares, that prays what God declares, making a way that salvation continuously works in our lives, that we can experience all that he's promised and all the blessing of the Lord. In Psalm 116, 13, it says, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. In Psalm 3, 8, it says, salvation belongs unto the Lord. His blessing is upon the people. He has promised that salvation and his blessing are connected. And he promises that his blessing is upon us as we embrace his salvation. In Psalm 9, 14, it says that I may show forth all thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in your salvation. We can rejoice in the salvation of God. That is the day the Lord has made. And we can rejoice and be glad in it. What's the day? The day of salvation. The day that Jesus signed, sealed, and delivered salvation to us through his blood and his resurrection. The day of faith. The faith that embraces and confesses that he is our salvation and all his blessing is our salvation. In Psalm 13, 5, it says, I've trusted in your mercy. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. In Psalm 96, 2, in closing, it says this, sing unto the Lord, bless his name, show forth his salvation from day to day. Salvation never ends. We can show forth his salvation from day to day. We can declare it, believe it, embrace it, receive it, have faith in what his word says, and speak his word. His word and salvation are one because Jesus and his word are one. And every promise is the salvation of God. And that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is the power of God into salvation. It's his doing. It's his bringing forth salvation in our life. And we can show forth his salvation from day to day as we embrace him, bless his name, and sing unto the Lord, and absolutely just know that his word is true. Father, I thank you that every person that has heard this podcast experiences the unending, always forever-lasting salvation that belongs to them in you. I thank you, Lord, that you are our strength, our song, and you have become our salvation, and that we have that cup of salvation ever working in our life, and that your blessing of salvation and your blessing within salvation, every part, every promise belongs to us, and that we will show forth your salvation from day to day. I thank you, Lord, that our voice, that your voice, that the voice of those have prepared a way, that we have spoken, that as we embrace your word, as we meditate and embrace and love your word and speak your word and pray your word, Father God, that the word of God works on our behalf because your word and salvation are one and it is the power of God unto salvation, preparing a way, making a way, loading us with the benefits of God bringing forth all that you have for us. As we embrace your word, you teach us your word, that we have your word on our lips, that we experience the testimonies of your word, and we respect your word, and we delight ourselves in your word. We do not forget your word, and we keep your word by faith. We embrace it, and you 
bring forth and show us that we can behold the wondrous things of your word, the wondrous things of your salvation, the wondrous things of God, because you have come to each of us and you have satisfied us with life, with long life, and showed us your salvation. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Kim is not only a screenwriter, director, and producer, she writes children's books and other publications. If you're interested in more of her Kix Media from Kix Ministries, check out our family faith-based feature films, Pastor Kim's blogs, and our many children's books and publications at kixtv.com.